Because God is saying that if you walk with me, I will walk with you. If you forsake me, then you are on your own. So long as we make the decision to walk with God, so long as we make the decision to stay with God, then he will stay with us. Times of despair and trials are real. You have questions and I have questions. Today, let's discover what God's Word has to say about all that's happening around us today. Find practical biblical answers with Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church International family in the message, In Times of Trials, Turn to God. Let's turn our Bibles. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Second Chronicles chapter 15. Second Chronicles chapter 15 from verse 1. He says, And the Spirit of God came upon Azariah the son of Oded, and he went out to meet Asa and said to, and said to him, Hear me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while you be with him. And if you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. Now for a long season, Israel had been without the true God and without a teaching priest and without God. But when they in their trouble did turn unto the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found of them. And in those times, there was no peace to him that went out, nor to him that came in, but great vexations were upon all the inhabitants of the countries. That sounds like today, doesn't it? The question becomes, where is this thing coming from? And what you have to realize is that God created man in the beginning and created them perfectly, Adam and Eve. And when they sinned, it's when the door was open to sin, to sickness, and to the things that are, are going on around. And, you, and, and so you see here, this was a season that the Bible is saying that in verse 2, it says that the Lord is with you while you be with him. And if you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. But the good news is, it says, verse 4, when they in their trouble, they turned unto the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found of them. So the first thing that we want to focus on this morning is I can use this season as a season of repentance. You see, a repentance means to make an about face, to turn around. Because God is saying that if you walk with me, I will walk with you. If you forsake me, then, then you are on your own. So long as we make the decision to walk with God, so long as we make the decision to stay with God, then he will stay with us. But even when we walk away, God remains a constant. And when we make that decision, the Bible says that when they, in their trouble, when they turned unto the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found of them. Anybody, when we make that decision, that we, we, we will turn back to God as a nation. If right now, I mean, the nations, it, it says, the Bible is saying here that there was no peace. There was great vexation upon all the inhabitants of the countries. That's exactly what we are seeing in this season. Uh, our normal lives have been, I mean, disrupted. Not only in this nation, but all over the nations of the world. 
but we can make a decision in this season to say, I'm going to use this time to see God. I'm going to use this time to really do a soul search. Search within myself and say, Lord, I am going to return to you. Lord, I'm going to take this season as a time to draw closer to you. Very, very, very important. He says, the Lord is with you. Why you be with him? And if you seek him, he will be found of you. Anybody, when we make that decision to seek the Lord, he will be found of us. No matter how we may have strayed away, no matter how far we may have gone, any time we make that decision, God will be there for us. One time in 1972, there was, there was a story of a certain man. He had been in the penitentiary in New York for three years. He was so nervous about going, going, going back home. He wrote a letter to his wife and said, um, I, I'm, I'm not sure that I, mean, I even have to come back home and that you have to accept me. But I'm going to make that decision anyway and come back. And this is the sign that you should give me when I get home, if you want me to come back and for us to start a new life, put a yellow ribbon, ribbon around the tree. And then I will know that you want me to come back. And if I don't see the yellow ribbon, I'll just keep moving on and I'll go and start my life somewhere else. So when he got on the bus, there was a long drive to Louisiana. So he got in a conversation with the next, next passenger next to them and the passenger found out what was going on. And so very soon in the bus, it spread through, through that, um, this is what was going on. And as he was getting close to home, he, he, told, he told everyone, I, I, I don't want to look. You, you take a look for me. If you can see that yellow ribbon, that indicates that I should, I should go home. And when they were getting home, not only the tree, but they had wrapped the whole, the whole house and the roof of the, of the, of the house was in, a, was, was, was in yellow. And the people began to cry, and he began to cry as an indication that he was welcome back home. And in, 19, in 1979 as well, about 55 soldiers, U.S. soldiers were captured by, by Iran for 444 days. So the yellow ribbon became like a, a symbol of welcoming loved ones home. And so these families tied yellow ribbons in their, in their homes. And it spread all over the nation. But for us, the yellow ribbon can be like the symbol of the cross of Jesus Christ. When we are straight far off, the cross of Jesus Christ is a place of repentance. The cross of Jesus Christ is a place where he's saying, I took your place. The cross of Jesus is saying that no matter how far you are straight off, when you come to that cross, the blood of Jesus can wash you and cleanse you from all sin. When you begin to seek God, when you make that decision, no matter how far you are straight off, I am waving that cross and saying, you are welcome back home. You are welcome back home. Then, then no matter how far you are straight off, I am the God that is, is there for you. If you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. And so in this season, no matter what is going on, know that God is for you. Know that God welcomes you. No, use the downtime to cut to, to build up your faith, to draw near to God. When they decided to seek God, God was, was there for them. 
You see, when they walked away, God was there. But you see, the, you see, the, the curse is already out there. And in Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, he says, we'll, we'll come back to this. He says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangs on the tree. The curse is already out there. But anytime people, I'm talking about people as a whole and even individuals, walk away from God, that is when this vexation, that is when these curses, when that's when all these things happen. You see, you see, God never puts sickness on anyone. Settle that. Where is he going to get the sickness from? There's no sickness in heaven. There's no coronavirus in heaven. Where is he going to get it from? So, so, so it's, the, it's the same thing here. When they walked away from God, that is when all these things started happening. So what was the solution? Notice this. In 2 Chronicles chapter 15, verse 12, he says, And they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God of their fathers with all their heart, and with all their soul, that whoever would not seek the Lord God of Israel should be put to death, whether small or great, whether man or woman. And they swear unto the Lord, God, Lord with a loud voice, and with shouting, and with trumpet, and with cornet. And all Judah rejoice at the oath. For they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with their whole desire and he was fond of them. And the Lord gave them rest round about. Hallelujah. They as a nation decided that we are going to see God with all our heart. With all their heart and with all their soul. They actually made it a national law saying that if you are not going to see God, you are going to be put to death. This thing is serious. We are going to repent. Jesus Christ came, came preaching a message of repentance. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 17, he says, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. These people decided that, I mean, all the troubles that they were in, having walked away from God, did not help them. So everybody in the nation should seek God. And notice, it was not just lip service. They made a choice, they made a decision, saying that they will seek him with all their heart and with all their soul. You see, so many times you can just keep saying words and it won't mean anything. But when it comes from the heart, that's what makes the difference. That's, that, that, that's, that's what ch changes things. And, and, and when they did that, notice God's response. The Bible says, that, I mean, they all rejoice at the oath, for they are sworn with all their heart, and sought him with their whole desire. And notice this, he was fond of them, and the Lord gave them rest round about that is my prayer for each and every one of us in this season as we see god may god give you rest round about may god give you rest at home maybe you're asking yourself what's going to happen to my job what's going to happen to my family what's going to happen to my friends what's going to happen to my neighbors what i mean what, what is going to happen 
I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, in the midst of all the storm, in the midst of all this, may you experience the rest of God around about you. May you experience rest at home. May you experience rest in your heart. May you experience rest in your body. In the mighty name of Jesus, the storm that is raging this morning in Jesus' mighty name, as you make a choice, as you make a decision to seek God with all your heart, I speak in Jesus' mighty name. May you experience rest. We trust you're being blessed by this Word Mission Church International message. We are conveniently located here in Colorado Springs, and we look forward to meeting you in person soon. Text us at 719-235-5535 with any questions or for prayer. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org for more life-giving messages. Learn about our famous kids' church, Lion and Lamb series. Connect with local or foreign missions like Word Mission Church International on Facebook to get notifications for live stream. Subscribe on YouTube and even watch live on www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. Let's continue this insightful message. I said, may you experience rest. I said, may you experience rest. Rest all around. That is what God wills for you in this season. But we have to make that decision to seek the Lord. We have to make that decision to seek him with our all. And again, you see, you see when they, as soon as they return, God restored. You see, you see, send all this. Anything that steals, that kills, or destroys is not from God. John chapter 10, verse 10. Thank you, Lord. John chapter 10, verse 10. And even before we go there, notice again, when they made that decision, verse 19 says, And there was no more war unto the five and thirtieth year of the reign of Asa. This morning, I pray in the name of Jesus, may the war season your life. I said, may the war season your life. May the war season your life. John chapter 10, verse 10. Notice what the Bible says. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Where, where do all these things come from? John chapter 10, verse 10. He says, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. The thief. You see, anything that steals, that kills, and that destroys, comes, he's using the thief to refer to, 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 to the enemy or, or, or to the devil. You see, sickness is a robber. It's a thief. When people get sick, family members, it steals time that family members have to spend on other things and spending on that loved one that needs to be taken care of. It steals money that has to be spent on something else to be spent to take care of, 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 of that person. Think what, look at what the sickness is doing to us as a nation. The economy and the economies of nations is, is, is stealing. Even the doctors say, let's fight this enemy. It's a thief. It's stealing from us. And so, set, set, set all that. You see, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. But talking about Jesus, I have come that you may have life, the very life of God, and have it more abundantly till overflows, till reaches out to others. And so I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that in this season, may the life of God be your portion. 
May that life overflow abundantly from you when you are tempted to worry. Notice again, you see, we serve a good God. Notice again, James chapter 1, verse 17. James chapter 1, verse 17. Thank you, Lord. Mark these scriptures. Don't let them get away from you. He says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of light, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Hallelujah. Every good and perfect gift is from above is from god comes down from the father of light with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning every good and perfect gift comes from god if it is good it comes from god if it is bad it steals kills and destroys it comes from the enemy but you see like i like i said in the beginning that the, the curse is already out there so 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 when, when we walk in line and in fellowship with God, he will protect us. And in this season, my prayer is, in the name of Jesus, may your family be protected from the virus. I said, may your family be protected from the virus. If it is good, it comes from God. And if it is bad, it comes from the enemy. You see, God is a just God. If he, if he lets sin keeps continuing like that, it, notice, notice something. Let's, let's, this will help all of us. Go with me to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 5. I know you have questions. I'm trying to help all of us. And God is trying to help us. Notice this. He says, it is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you and sexual immorality as it's not even named among the Gentiles that a, ma a man has his father's wife and you are puffed up and have not rather mourned that he who has done this deed might be taken away from among you. For I indeed, as absent in body but present in spirit, have already judged as though I were present him who has so done this deed. Notice this in verse 4. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when you are gathered together, along with my spirit, with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, deliver such a one to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. There was a serious situation. A man had taken his father's wife and was living in sexual immorality with that woman. Now, he makes a judgment on this and, and says, he says, I am as absent in body. I've made a judgment on this case. When you gather, verse 4, in the name of our Lord Jesus, when you are gathered together along with my spirit, with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ, notice this, he says, deliver such a one to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. So notice in this verse, who destroys the flesh? Satan. And it seems that even though this person was living in sin, that he couldn't be destroyed because he was in the church. And, if, and, and, and this is an, actually an act of God's love. If this person, because sometimes you ask, oh, I mean, why is this person is a Christian? What, what is going on? 
Even though they are in the church, they've allowed themselves to yield to sin. And if they continue that down that path, they are going to end up in hell. So God in his mercy and in his, and in his justice says, let's stop this right now. You see, man is, a, man is primarily a spirit being. Your spirit really lives on the inside of you. When you die, if you belong to God, you will go to heaven. If you are not a child of God, you will go to hell. So, 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 but the real person that, that goes to heaven or hell is the person living on the inside. The body is going to stay here. So, he's, he's saying here that, notice this, if it, as an act of God's mercy, it, we had rather save the spirit than let this person continue down this path. And before he gets to this point, you see, this, 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 it doesn't get to this point overnight. God will try to convict the person, convict you in your heart. What you are doing is wrong, stop. What you are doing is wrong, stop. God operates on, his, operates on principles. Even in the church, he says, he says that if you have an offense against someone, go and talk to that person first and try to resolve it. If they don't listen, then bring somebody else in. If they don't listen, call the elders. So there's a process to get to this point. So God will try to convict you and talk to you. Get off this path. Repent. Come back to me. This is not going to help you. And if you don't listen, then you may send somebody else. Like I'm preaching right now. Your mind will come on it. Stop this thing that you are doing. It's not going to help. Then it is going to keep trying to bring you on the right path. But this person has gone way beyond. It doesn't look like they are going to fix it. So God says, let's make a decision. He says, deliver such a one to Satan for the destruction of the flesh. God is not the destroyer. God is not the one that destroys. The enemy is the one that destroys. And so in this case, turn him over to Satan so that the spirit ultimately will be saved in the last day. But the point I want to establish is, because you haven't asked this question, where does the destruction come from? Satan is the destroyer. But in some cases, if people are going to persist in wrongdoing, I mean, that is what opens the door to the whole thing anyway. But... To, it's, 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 it's important in this season to make a decision that you will obey God. So long as you stay in God, you are protected. So long as you make a choice and a decision to walk with God, you are going to be fine. So what am I going, what, what am I going to do in, in this season? Notice again, first, this is the same thing that these people did. Make a decision that you are going to serve God. Make a decision that your life is totally yielded to God. Notice Exodus chapter 23, verse 25. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, So you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Notice again, that the taking away of the sickness away from the midst of you, is contingent on you serving the Lord your God. It's so important. God gave them all these things to help them. He says, you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless. That God's plan is always the blessing. 
You shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless. Ye shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless. And take and your bread and your water and take sickness away from the midst of you. And that's my prayer for each and every one of us in this season. As you serve God, as you obey him and do his will, may this plague be far away from you and your household. I said may this plague be far away from you and your household. We trust this message was timely and a blessing. We'd love to hear from you. Text 719-235-5535 for prayer or any questions you may have. We are conveniently located here in Colorado Springs. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org to learn more about our local and foreign missions, our super fun and Bible-rich kids' church, prayer meetings, and so much more. Like Word Mission Church International on Facebook to view us on live streaming. Subscribe on YouTube and let us hear from you. To partner with us in spreading the gospel, please text G-I-V-E, that's GIVE, to 719-235-5911. Word Mission Church International, a church you can call home.